0: and in business. I hope you enjoy the show, and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show, and welcome back to this mini, mini series I'm doing on my top 10 weight loss mistakes that I have become very aware of In my first five weeks of working with my new trainer, Alex, in a level 10 coaching group. Um, To give you a little bit of context, if this is the first uh, episode in this series that you're listening to, let me be clear on two points. Number one, you do not need to listen to these points in order. Um, They are just kind of a coagulation of all of the things that I've had these big aha moments about over the last five weeks, most particularly, I'd say, in the past two to three weeks. And then, secondly, to give you context, why am I recording these? And, and what do I mean by, hey, my top 10 fitness mistakes from the past five weeks? By no means are these mistakes that I've made that I think will resonate with most of you. I've, I haven't just made these in the past five weeks. These are mistakes, uh, behavioral traits, bad habits, um, just general practices that I, and probably a lot of you have done unintentionally. And we don't even realize it's kind of like, there, gosh, there's so many different, you guys know I'm all about analogies, right? There's so many different ways that I can reference this. Like when, when we think that certain things aren't adding up behind the scenes, we've got to remember how compounded interest works in a bank. You know, you put a little bit of money in every day. It doesn't seem like it's doing anything. You check your bank account, you know, five days later after putting in $3, you're going to go, wow, great. You know, look at my bank account. But if you keep doing that every single week for a year, for five years, for 10 years, and then you have that compounded interest, that's when you start to see things really add up and pay off. It's also conversely the same way when we aren't doing things that we don't think make that big of an impact, our mindset, um, not making self-care a priority, maybe not incorporating uh, practices like meditation, whatever, not counting all of our macros, or maybe not weighing ourselves, all of these little things here and there we think, oh, it's no big deal. You know, like, is that going to be a make or break it? Sometimes we have a certain attitude about things like we will have somebody mention to us, like one of the big changes I've made recently is becoming aware of how excess, not that fruit in and of itself is bad, but excess fruit for people who have the health issues that I do um, can really lead to fat storage. I'm, I'm, oversimplifying it. But when I finally read in Kelly Levesque's book about fructose and you know having too much fruit, I was like, wow. So somebody might say to you something like, hey, you should watch your fruit. And you might in 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 that context go, you know what? I mean I've heard people say this very sentence in in a different with a different food group or alcohol or whatever. People will go, you know what? if having one glass of wine every night when i watch tv if that's going to keep me 5 pounds heavier so freaking be it i'd rather have one glass of wine like if someone's going to tell me that that 90 calorie glass of wine every night is the one thing that's keeping me you know from losing weight i don't believe it i eat so healthy i work out screw it i'm going to keep it and so we we keep doing things even though we might have been told or we might have read certain things right So all of these things I'm sharing in this series are small little things that can just add up to accumulating to you being your own obstacle, to to you being the own barrier to taking things to the next level. And I'm telling you, I, I really encourage you to listen to this whole series because let me be clear. The reason I'm recording this series is When I realized how significant some of these things were and how all of them um, overlapped one another. And as I've started making changes, when I really started to think about the impact that these behaviors were making in my life, I realized like, this is a big deal. This is, these bad habits are, are a big deal. And they probably are a big part of what's keeping me from where I want to go. So ladies, for all of you out there who answer all the polls that I put out. And when, when you say, I feel like I've been dieting forever. I just can't lose that last 10, 15, 20, 25, five pounds, whatever it is. If you feel like you work out, you eat healthy and you can't lose weight. You feel like you're stuck. You're at a weight loss plateau. You don't know what's wrong with you. You've been doing this. You've been doing that. You've done Weight Watchers. You've done intermittent fasting. You're eating paleo. What's wrong with me? If that's you then this, this series is for you because I have been that person who has found myself saying so many times, what's wrong with me? Why? How, how can I spend so much time getting my blood work done, um, focusing on my supplements, eating the right thing, counting my macros, and I'm not getting anywhere. Ultimately, here's the deal. Our bodies are not unfixable. Our bodies are not permanently broken. If, if you're in, in a stuck place, your bodies aren't designed to be stuck that way because there is too much evidence. I don't care what age you are. Look around you. You can find any number of famous people or not famous people, people in your real life, people who are celebrities that are your age, who are in outstanding shape. They've figured something out and don't Don't even get me started, any of you who are like, well, of course, if it's a celebrity and they have a personal trainer and a personal chef, of course, I'd be in shape if I had that. Can I give you one example? Oprah freaking Winfrey. Oprah has more money than God. And I am not saying this to be mean or condescending. I think she's an amazing woman and she is so attractive. That woman knows how to dress for her figure. She is a stunning, beautiful, intelligent, amazing, wonderful woman. But let's be real. She has never gotten back to what we saw her when she lost that that weight, you know, in the inappropriate way. She's a curvier woman. She embraces herself. That's good for her. My point is there are plenty of people. There are people in my personal life I know who are very wealthy, who have all the resources in the world and are in the worst shape of their life. It it's not about having money. That's not the guarantee to being fit. Otherwise we would have a huge situation in our country where all of the rich people were thin and beautiful and perfect. And the rest of us would be, it just, it doesn't work that way. Okay. So I really encourage all of you who feel stuck to listen to this series, because again, the reason I'm recording it is because I had so many moments of clarity As after I hired Alex, I I decided, you know what? I've been back at working out since February and I'd slowly worked my way back up to five to six workouts a week. i had been counting my macros, applying a caloric deficit, doing all the right things. I had made really not much progress. Um, The scale hadn't changed. The level of fat on my body hadn't changed. Yeah, I developed some strength and my muscles were starting to show, but I I just wasn't getting anywhere. After five months, people, there's something that's not quite right. So I went and I hired a trainer. I invested in a a minimum of 90 days with Alex. And after getting through my first four weeks and then the last week, I turn in my numbers, I turn in my spreadsheet, I turn in my measurements, I turn in my weight, I turn in my before pictures, and I just was embarrassed. I was embarrassed because I'm like, I am not doing all the things I'm not, I'm not in this. And yet I want to be in this. And so everything I'm recording in this series of my top 10, you know, weight loss mistakes, and I already have a couple bonus episodes I'm adding on to the end. These are the things that when I really took time to go, okay, why am I not getting my workouts in? What, what's holding me back? Why, you know, when I read the book, Um, you know, what do I need to do to change what I'm eating? Um, all of these different things were just all of, it was like a bunch of different deposits, negative deposits in the bank that I wasn't making that were adding up. And now that I'm changing them, I'm, I feel better. The momentum is picking up. My attitude has changed and I just, let's be real. Like the past two or three days I've gotten on the scale and it's going down so I'm really excited to share this series with you and at the beginning you know I certainly felt it was appropriate for me to give you some context make sure you head over to the show notes um, because in the show notes at thekellyoshow.com I will link up to several relevant podcasts and I'll also make sure we get all of the other top 10 tips linked up there as well For today, we are on episode number four, and today's mistake is really simple, short timelines. Now, when you hear me say that, I know pretty much all of you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is very common for women in particular, but before you hit the stop button and go, "Uh, I I already know about this, and maybe this might be a bonus episode in and of itself, Before you hit the stop button and go, I already know this. Um, I know exactly what she's going to talk about. Have longer timelines. Give yourself more time to reach your weight loss goal. Of course, that's what I'm talking about. The reason I'm saying don't pause, don't hit stop. is not because I have the need for you to listen to me because I'm so important. I want to help you. There's a reason why I'm recording one podcast every day and producing this show at my own cost so that I can help you okay, I really, really, really want to help all you ladies out there that are listening. And I got to tell you how much it means to me when I hear from you that it matters that you love this show, that it's helping you. When I get these emails or Instagram messages that say, oh my God, I listened to this episode and now I know I'm not the only one. Now I know that I should get blood work done. Now I know I need to look up an integrative medicine doctor, whatever it is. That's my passion is to help you. So please just keep listening at least for a while and, and what I said a second ago when I said, oh, this might be another episode. One of my biggest mistakes, in fact, I am probably going to end up doing a podcast on this down the road, is having that very reaction to many things in fitness. When somebody first told me to count my calories or keep a food journal, do you know how many trainers have told me that? And I go, I'm not going to do that. I know what I'm eating. Well, guess what? Every single time I started keeping a food journal, I had a holy shit moment because I was like. Damn, I didn't know what I was eating. I was either eating way too much, way too little protein, way too high fat, or way too little protein and way too high carbs, or way too low on my calories, or way too high. Every single time I've said either out loud to somebody or to myself, oh, I'm not gonna, I already know that. I'm, you know, don't think you already know something. Give yourself the benefit of knowing that maybe you've heard something, maybe you've heard something three or four times, but sometimes you have to hear it in a different way for it to really sink in. I can't tell you how many times I've been exposed to certain messages like counting calories. <laughs> and it wasn't until I discovered Jordan Syed that I was like, oh my God, you know, and then I really started paying attention to it again. Things can hit you differently at a, at a different time. So I encourage you to dive in on this. And listen. so All of us understand that concept that we shouldn't expect overnight results, right? I think we would all hear that and go, I agree. I agree. But if most of us women are honest with ourselves, and here's where you really need to peel back the layers and see if this is what's really going on behind the scenes. Because I can tell you that what my tendency has been probably most of my adult life In all of the times I've tried to lose weight, um, you know, get in better shape, whatever. The long and short of it is we're human. And particularly when we are women, we are very self critical. We compare ourselves to others. In this day and age of Instagram and filters, we are comparing ourselves to beyond unrealistic expectations that we see online. We are hit with a barrage of women who are filtered, distorted, sucking in, looking like, I mean, there are so, I've read some of these articles about some of these women who it's like, they're already like a Kardashian, right? Overly curvy. And then they're editing their body. So it looks like they have a 15 inch waist and 45 inch hips and 45 inch bosoms. And, you know, then they're, already getting plastic surgery and 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 fillers and whatnot and then they're adding more so it's like jessica rabbit you're comparing yourself with things that don't even exist you know back in the day cindy crawford used to say even i don't wake up looking like cindy crawford like when she was walking down the catwalk ladies we all know well what do I look like when I first wake up in the morning? You can see my age spots. You can see a pimple. You can see that I don't really. Maybe you can't see my cheekbones as much as when I have my contouring on. I don't look like I do when I have makeup on and when my hair's done. That that's like life. Um, so we've all got to keep that in mind. But all of us, even though we know that we are impatient, we are self-critical and. What I've started to realize is that there becomes these recurring moments in the weight loss journey, whatever it is that you're doing, where you look in the mirror, you get on the scale, you're having a bad day and you see what you weigh or you put on a pair of shorts and maybe you thought they'd be a little looser you you're preparing for a trip. Like maybe your significant other has surprised you with a trip and you're like, Oh, I'm so excited. And you're getting ready to pack and you try on your bikini and you're like, Oh my God, who was I kidding? And you have these, those moments of disappointment. And that's when we start to go, this isn't working. And if you're like me in the past, when you like for me, it was the second or third week with Alex. And, and even though I knew I hadn't really been great on my macros. I didn't even realize till week three, I was supposed to be focusing on fiber. Um, I wasn't doing the right smoothies. You know, I was still, I was hitting my caloric window, but you know, I wasn't right on my macros. I wasn't getting all my workouts in. And realistically, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'll lose two pounds a week. I should be six pounds down. Like I wasn't thinking that, But I remember just having several moments of like, nothing's changed. And when you have those moments, even when you know it's too early, even when you absolutely know, like I shouldn't be expecting to be anything but, you know, I'm in a reverse diet. I'm not supposed to be like dropping the pounds right now. You still get that woe is me, this sucks. And that's when you are automatically tempted to this is what I've done in the past. I start to look for a shiny new object, a new diet. And and I've shared with you guys what I've done in the past. Maybe I should add more fasting. Maybe I should add a couple. You guys, if you've been following me for a while, you probably remember me saying this. Oh, I'm gonna add two 24-hour fasts to my week. Oh, I'm adding an extra power walk to my day. Oh, I'm gonna add 20 minutes of cardio uh, first thing in the morning in addition to my weight training, in addition to my fasting, in addition to this oh, I'm going to cut this out. Oh, I'm going to cut this out. And why are we doing that? Here's why we're doing it. We want to make things happen faster. And when we do that, we lose sight of the big picture because truthfully, we're human. We want what we want, and we want to do everything we can to force it. And that's where what I've been talking about in this series and really on the show, this whole thing of being self-aware comes in to be your best friend because here's the deal these human nature tendencies are going to creep in all the time you will always i think most of us will always be tempted by wanting to do something to accelerate our fat loss to get there faster let me be clear if someone came to me today and said kelly if you do this program or take this pill or come to my fat farm and in 30 days you'll be at your goal weight and you won't have any shaky, jiggly skin, and it'll only cost you five grand or ten grand. Do you think I'd be tempted to do it? Hell to the yes! I would in five seconds. Human nature. I'm, and would I absolutely look into it? Absolutely. But is it realistic? No. Is it probably even doable? Probably not. Without you know some form of starvation and surgery, <laughs> um, we all know that longer term results. they There's so much data su- to support that the longer it takes you to lose weight and get in shape, it's it correlates to you keeping it off versus the faster you lose weight and the more extreme way you lose weight. Look at all of these weight loss shows, biggest loser, extreme weight loss. I could go on and on and on. 90% of those people, if not more, gain it all back and then some. Okay. there There's no free lunch. And there's no shortcuts, but yet it is our human nature to want a shortcut. So, your self awareness is your best friend because. When you get on the scale that morning and maybe whatever it is, you went to, you went away for a wedding that weekend. You've been crushing it on your diet. Everything's going well. Maybe before that you were down two pounds. You go away for a wedding, and eat a whole lot of sweets, drink a whole lot of alcohol. You weigh yourself Monday morning and the scale's up three pounds. Maybe it's up one and a half pounds. Maybe it's up five pounds. We all know that the scale can vary that much. And it doesn't mean that you gained five pounds over the weekend. It doesn't mean you gained two pounds overnight. It could just be what you weigh that day. It could be that you're retaining water and three days later, it's going to drop. But the emotion hits you and you're like, this sucks. I can't even go have fun. I can't even go have a cupcake without gaining weight. Screw this. I'm going to go back to Fast. Screw this. I'm going to, um, you know, go on a cleanse. Screw this. I'm going to go keto. How many of you, do you know how many women who are my dear friends I've talked to and they're like, this isn't working. And if you're listening, ladies, and you're my friends and you know I'm quoting you without saying your name, I love you because I've done, you know, I'm I'm talking about myself on this show just as much as I'm talking about you. But how many of you um, have I talked to who are like, you know what, I'm really just frustrated with how I've been over the holidays. I, here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to go keto because people hear about fast weight loss with keto. They read stupid things like Jenna James lost all this weight on keto. This celebrity is losing all this weight on keto. Okay. That must work for me without even thinking about longevity. Do I really like keto? Am I just looking for a quick fix? Like stop looking for, if you recognize that what you're doing is, Hey, I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm emotional. I'm having a reaction and I'm looking for a shortcut. That's when you can go, okay. Kelly, you're upset. I get it. But do the George Costanza approach, Kelly. Realize that this is what you've done for the better part of your adult life. Every time you've gotten frustrated, for everybody that's listening, I absolutely do have this mental conversation with myself. It takes a lot less time than I'm doing on this podcast. But I'm just telling you, if you can start being self-aware and talking yourself down off of that, I'm going to start something different. I'm going to binge and start over you're going to see different results. We have got to get a grasp on committing to a longer term, doing what Adele did, giving myself and yourself a year of transformation. Who else did I read about? Kelly Osborne just talked about how She lost 85 pounds over a year. She said, I gave myself, I'm pretty sure it was 85. It might be 65 over a year. You know, And they decided they were going to do all these things to commit to themselves, to learn how to invest in self-care, whatever. The more that we can get ourselves understanding, like give yourself compassion, give yourself a break, but recognize, recognize when you're looking for a shortcut, recognize when you're having an emotional reaction to your pants fitting too tight, how you look in a bikini, the fact that you're working hard and you're not where you want to be yet. The fact that you feel like you've been working so hard for so long and you're not there. Give yourself a break, recognize that you're having an emotional reaction, recognize that in the midst of that emotional reaction, you are looking for something that's going to make you be able to take advantage of a shortcut and then say, you know what? Have the conversation with yourself like I do. Kelly, you're looking for a shortcut and you know what? You've looked for shortcuts your whole adult life and you have chased every shiny object, every new potential Add on that you thought would enhance and get you where you want to be faster. How did that work out for you, ladies? The number one thing that all of us need to do a lot when we think, Oh, this isn't working. I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to cut out all carbs. Oh, I'm going to only do green leafy vegetables. Oh, I'm cutting out all potatoes. Oh, I'm cutting out soda. I'm cutting out this. I'm adding this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy a Peloton bike and then I'm going to do, you know, spinning five times a day and then I'm going to cut down to 800 calories keep looking back. And if you, if you look back and go, okay, this is what I've done time and time again, get frustrated, add more stuff to my diet, add more training, cut back on my calories, keep trying to shove all of this stuff and make it work. How has that worked out for me? Here's the deal. The reason I ended up hiring Alex as my trainer is that whatever I was doing, and I thought I was doing all the right things. For the five months before I hired her, it wasn't working, um, and and it's it's a little embarrassing, but I know that there's something in here that's missing that I haven't figured out, and so every time I catch myself making these. Mistakes, wanting to give in, binge, start over, um, drown myself in Oreo cookies dipped in creamy deluxe frosting, go through the Krispy Kreme drive through, get some hot donuts, eat them in secret on my way home. You know, any, any of that kind of stuff where we just throw in the towel and say, screw it, nothing's working. And then we comfort ourselves in comfort food and then we feel guilt and shame. And it's this whole cycle. And then we go and we buy a new fitness magazine, we buy a new fitness book, we look up some shiny new, um, what's Kourtney Kardashian doing this week? What's the cleanse I can do? What's the keto diet I can do? What what can I do that's going to give me a fast fix because I've just put myself five steps back? Why don't you stop setting yourself five steps back? Why don't you stop, give yourself the gift of self-awareness so that every time you see yourself going, I'm looking for a shortcut. I'm expecting overnight results. I'm trying to fast forward instead of just trusting the process, staying the path and giving this a year, no matter what, give it a year. For many of you, it's not going to take you a year to lose the weight that you want to lose. I have 20 pounds to get to what I believe is my optimal weight. It's not going to take me a year to do it, but I'm still giving myself a year to transform Because I have a lot of things I've let go of that I want to get back in my life. And I just really want to see what I'm able to do from top to bottom, from the inside out in transforming my life for the future. I just got engaged. I'm looking at the the rest of my life being the best of my life. And I want to do the work. I don't want to keep rehashing, learning the same lessons. And that's what I encourage you to do. This was probably, you know, it was an embarrassing thing, but it was a good thing. A good thing, me hiring a trainer and getting four weeks in going, you know what? I kind of just wasted um, $400 my first month um, because I'm paying $400 a month. And I'm like, what a joke. So this is not a reflection of the program. This is a reflection of me. This is a reflection of me investing in someone to help me and not being all in investing in someone to help me and then letting my days run me instead of me running my days, investing in someone to help me and then me not making myself a priority. The whole point of investing in someone to help me was making me a priority. So all of these, the fact that I really had all of these lessons becomes so clear. And if you've been following me this week, you know, I'm making these changes I am committed. I'm being so public and so transparent about all this stuff. I mean, you guys hear me recording this. I'm sharing all the down and dirty about how I think. Um, I'm sharing where my scale is when it's down. I'm sharing the, the times it goes back up. You know, I, I think I there was one weekend where I was like, oh, my God, the scale's down, you know, two pounds or th- I think it was down three pounds from when I started. And then two days later, it was up and I shared that. I said, I want to let you guys know the scale's up and here's why I'm not freaked out because now I understand these things. So everything I'm sharing with you, these aha moments have really been huge aha moments. They're hitting home. I am declaring that I'm making these changes. So when I say to you, I don't have unrealistic timelines anymore. Yeah. You know what I did last month? or a couple weeks ago when I got my stuff from Nordstrom Trunk Club, I had to get over my pride. And I told my lady, I said, you know what? I'm not fitting into my, like my jeans that are a size 29 waist size there. I can fit in them, but I fit in them better with Spanx. And I wanted to be able to have a pair of jeans that I could just put on. And I had to tell her to go up a size. And in one brand, I had to tell her to go up like, Two sizes. And I, you guys, do you think I like sharing this with you on the podcast? Do you think I like sharing this with anyone? Hells to the no. But I'm sharing it because, in the context of this show, I realized it made more sense for me to buy one pair of jeans that is bigger that I can donate down the road. But I am committed to the long term. And that means when I say I'm committed to the long term, I'm not buying a bigger pair of pants because I'm letting myself just stay where I am. I'm saying like, I have to be happy and live my life along the way. And that means I have to get over worrying about whether who gives a crap what size I am. You know, there's people out there. I'll never be your size. I'm never going to be a size zero. I've never been a size zero in my life. I don't think I was a size zero when I was a child. I mean, these people who are a size zero and two who are like, oh, I bought this in extra small, small. I'm like, who are you? What are you, a fetus? I Anyway, I'm in this for the long term and a big part of being in this for the long term. And this is a great point to close on. Ladies, we really have to get better at accepting ourselves now and focusing on being beautiful, feeling beautiful and sexy and hot and wearing those sexy dresses. And instead of, you know, going out like I did when I would first go out and I, I wasn't where I wanted to be, Steve when I would be on a date and all I kept thinking about the whole date was, oh my God, is how fat does my arm look? And, and are my spanks so tight? Is it making a fat roll? Like be present. I have the most amazing love of my damn life in front of me. And I'm sitting there at this dinner across from this man who has changed my whole life, worrying about how fat my arm looks versus how ripped it was a year ago. Like life is better than that. And and guess what? This goes back to the stress topic we've talked a lot about on this show. When you are full of anxiety and worry and berating yourself and being paranoid, you're only making your cortisol and your hormones go into overdrive That's not helping you either. So let's put all of these things together and make it work for us. Let's take the George Costanza approach. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to look up the Seinfeld episode where George Costanza committed to doing everything the opposite. It was the best show ever. I am implementing the George Costanza approach in my fitness life. And frankly, I'm doing it in my business life too. Everything I would normally do in the past, I'm doing the opposite and it's working. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you too. This is episode four out of my top 10 weight loss, uh, mistakes that I've made in the past that I've become very aware of. We've got six more coming and at least one bonus episode. A lot of you have also written in, don't worry, I'm still going to make the podcast live where I share how I manifested the love of my life. You've heard me talk about that, about getting engaged, um, I absolutely manifested the love of my life. And you guys will love hearing that story, um, both from a love perspective, but also from how can we decide what we want and, and make it happen? Because manifestation is a real, real thing. And I will have real life examples of how it's happened. And frankly, the more I've considered all the areas of my life where I have manifested things and made made shit happen, I'm focusing on it more than ever. So stay tuned for that. If you love this show, and I'm sure you you did, because I just know this is going to resonate with so many of you, please share it with your friends and family who need to hear this message. Tell them to tune into this series. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever it is that you're listening to podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. And obviously, you'll probably want to head over to thekellyoshow.com, catch the show notes. That's where I link up to a lot of the other appropriate episodes. And of course, when I mention specific products um, or even books, whatever in the show, I link up to it there as well. So make sure you're subscribed over at The Kelly O Show as well. If you want to nominate anybody that I interview in the future, I will be getting back to interviewing guests very soon please fill out the contact me form on the Kelly O Show. You can also use that form to reach out about advertising opportunities with me on the show or on our other social media platforms. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Have an awesome rest of the day. I'll see you next time on the Kelly O Show.